I thank God for today because when it's cold like this, it's fine for people who are praying and fasting. When it's hot, you go crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's always good to get sometimes to pray. And I want to thank Pastor Andy once again for allowing this kind of time to take place. You know, in so many churches, they don't have time for praying. Just meet on Sunday to pray and go. But we can't grow that way. Amen. That's why I prepare a very, very good message to help us understand some of the things. Maybe we are doing things because we don't know, by ignorance. But when we get to know, we'll be able to do things in a very good way. Amen. So I believe today God going to speak to us and going to teach us something. Amen. I want to speak today about the source of power. Amen. Did you get that? The source of power. Where the power comes from. In this world where we are, we see things moving. Sometimes we're asking ourselves, what is happening? But behind any movement, there's a power. Amen. And what is the power? It's just that capacity to move things. That's the power. And we have only two sources. We have God, who is a source, and the right one, a good one. And we have Satan, who is also a source but a bad one. But two of them, they are sources. Hallelujah. What I love with people in this world, you see like people who want to succeed in their businesses, they know this. They must make a choice. They go to God or to Satan. And they choose Satan and they do it clearly. Everyone knows that this one is working for Satan. And they, you see they're succeeding. Because Satan is a source also. But only Christians who don't have a position. Hallelujah. There was a certain period where we were watching some videos. People are, uh, are selling their souls to the devil. They don't feel shy. They put it on, on YouTube and everywhere. They are saying it in their concert. I have sold my soul to the devil. They are saying that. I'm not saying I did that. I'm, re I'm just repeating what they are saying. <laughs> Amen. They don't feel any shame. Any shame I'm sorry. But only Christians who don't really know what they are doing. We want to see things moving, but we don't have power. It will be impossible for things to move. In this world, if you are not able to move things, you must know that you are being moved. You must be able to move things. Because if you don't move things, you are being moved. So it's your choice. Hallelujah. Listen to me carefully, church. This is very, very important. We need to move things. The devil is at work. He doesn't sleep. He works days and nights. When we are sleeping, he's at work. When we are at work, he's at work. When we are in destruction, he is at work. This is what the Bible says. If you cast out one demon, the demon will go for sure. But you know what you'll be doing? You'll be coming and check. That means no rest. He'll come and check. If he sees that, there's a place for him to come back. He won't come alone. He'll go and get some others. How many of them? No. At first, he go and take seven of them. <laughs> Plus himself, now there are eight. That means he's watching. And if you read the Bible, after Satan come and uh, uh, did the temptation to Jesus three times, and Jesus was the winner on that time, the devil said he didn't just go. But the Bible says he waited until the right time. 
That means all the time, even Jesus himself, Satan was always there watching, finding, if he can find any opportunity to come back. So church, let's think about this. The wall is moving. So we should be moving things. Let's not allow or accept to be moved by any power. Because the dangerous thing is you can be moved. Yes, if by the Holy Spirit, that's fine. But if by the devil, that's dangerous. We need power. We all here need power. We need power to control our families. We need power to control our businesses. We need power to control so many things. Even your own life, you need power. That's why you see sometimes you want to pray, but you don't have power. (laughs) You sleep. You need power. Amen. We need power. Hallelujah. We can open our Bibles. We are in Matthew chapter 26. Well, we can start by verse 36. It's a story we all know, but today I will ask God to help us understand it in a very different way. We really need power, brother and sister. We really need power. Our church needs power for a reason. Did you find it? Yeah, Matthew 26, verse 36. Yeah. There we go. Power, power is very, very important. Très nécessaire, très important. You are learning French at the same time. Can you say très important? One more time. And try to say très nécessaire. You see? You are very good in French now. So I said uh, Matthew <laughs> 26. We'll start reading with uh, verse 36. Then Jesus went with his disciples to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to them, Sit here while I go over there and pray. He took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee along with him, and he began to be sorrowful and troubled. Then he said to them, My soul is overwhelmed with sorrows to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. Going a little further, he fell with his face to the ground and prayed, My father, if it possible, may this cup be taken from me, yet not as I will, but as you will. Then he returned to his disciples and found them sleeping. He found them sleeping. He found them doing what? Like the way you are trying to sleep right now. <laughs> I'm talking to you who is about to sleep. Jesus came back and found his disciple sleeping. Then he said to them, Could you men keep watch with me for one hour? One hour. He asked Peter, Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it's not possible for this couple, if it is not possible for this couple to be taken away unless I drink it, may your will be done. When he came back, he again found them sleeping. Say again sleeping. Because their eyes were heavy. I saw a movie, someone who is trying to stop himself from sleeping. He did this. 
No way. He did this. No way. He had to put some sticks to keep his eyes. No way. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is the second time. Second time they're sleeping. Where am I? I forget even. 43. When he came back, he again found them sleeping because their eyes were heavy. So he left them and went away once more and prayed the third time saying the same thing. Then he returned to the disciple and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? <laughs> Look, the hour has come and the Son of Man is delivered into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us go. Here comes my betrayer. Amen. These kind of teachings are very good for people like you. Very special. Because others are not here. So I honor you. But you see the story here is the story we all know. I want to speak about a few points on this message. Listen what is happening. Jesus chose these 12 from many people. He chose only 12. Right? From those 12, Jesus had 3. He loved so much. According to the Bible, wherever God, Jesus is, you see these people. Peter is not missing, as you all know. Right? And after that, there's Jesus himself. This story is a story of Jesus going to pray before his death. That means at a very serious time, a serious time like this time where we are, we want so many things. It's a serious time. Listen, church, there are levels in everything we are doing. The first level is where everyone is there. And Jesus, or God, has chosen us like those 12. So those 12 representing like the all Christian in this world. Because Jesus has taken us from the world and putting us aside. Amen? There's the second group of people, the three. That means even though we are all calling ourselves Christians, but we have people who are in a very, very good relation with God. This time is not only the three. You may be among those people. I may be there. We see a mountain. Jesus going with his disciples. And he asked all the others to stay there. I don't know. To pray? I don't know. But he promised them that he was going to pray. And they stayed there. He took the three of them and he went with them to another level. Hallelujah. The first level is where everyone is there. But the second level is where only people who are close to Jesus can reach. That's the level we are tonight. Because you see right now, it's not like all Christians are praying right now. Other people are doing other things. But for us, we've accepted the call of God. By this time, we are at that level. Where Peter, James, and John were. That's where you are. So coming in this place, it's a privilege. Yes, because Jesus himself has called you. And you found yourself in that level. But it doesn't mean you're going to succeed in everything you are doing. It's depending on you now. Because Jesus left them here and he moved. A little bit further and start praying. And he asked them, pray with me. Watch. Like today we said, let's come and do what? And pray. But what was amazing is, Jesus went and come back and found them sleeping. They was like, what? So you guys cannot even pray with me for an hour. That's where we want to talk 
today and now. It means for Jesus, the less time you can pray is one hour. So now let's ask ourselves in this place, who is able to pray for an hour? No stop. Father God, I thank you. I said one hour. It means 60 minutes. Church, we need power, but we must follow the principles to get power. If we don't follow those principles, no power. I took the example of this phone. If the phone is low, low but there's no power in the phone, how long do you think the phone needs to get full? How long? Depends on the phone. But we all know normally it's an hour for you to get a full charge. Some other phone needs more than an hour. So if a phone, a simple thing, needs an hour to get full, what about us? What Christians are doing is this. They have only 4% of charge. But they take it and they start shooting videos. What are you expecting? <laughs> Amen. And you know what we do? After that, we put it on a charge for five minutes. You take it again. Video. You see how crazy we are doing things? Yeah. I can prove that to you. When we came here, I said, okay, today, no one to lead us in prayer. You just pray by your own. I was watching you. I was closing one eye and I was opening one. Amen. It means 2%, but you put five minutes, you take it. Video. There's no power. Just see the church today. There's no power in the church. Magicians are taking their time when they are going for their ceremony. No one will be watching his watch. No. They are there. They do it seriously. Church, we need power. This phone is going to help me a lot to teach tonight. For you to get power, you don't need only phone. You need a charger. Right? But you need also a plug. You may have your phone. You really want to charge it. But if you don't have a charger, are you going to make it? So the charger is prayer. You need power. You must have a charger. You must have a life of prayer. I must have a life of prayer. I thank God. Excuse me to talk about my wife. One day she just woke me up. Early in the morning. There was a certain period of time where I was using my phone too much. Too much, I'm telling you. She was watching and she was so worried. And that morning she just woke me up and said, can you just compare the time you are spending on your phone and the time you are praying? I had nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, that was not Ellen talking to me. That was God using my wife to tell me that. I said, you are a pastor. Just try to balance. The time you are spending on your phone and the time you are praying. Guys, I can't even compare. It's 2% of power on the phone. But on Facebook, I can spend time and time. And after talking with my wife, you know what I did? I just deleted Facebook on my phone. The Bible says if you see like your arm is stopping you from getting close to God. I say, okay, I'll delete Facebook today. I'll delete Emo. I'll delete Tango. I'll delete all those apps. But I'll leave only WhatsApp because I have to communicate with Pastor Andy and my father. <laughs> That's what I did. Because I wanted to change things. To have more time with my God than more time with my phone. 
on Facebook. Church, we need power. How are we going to get power if we keep on doing the same thing, the same thing, the same thing? We are all have a life. Here, the, you know, one day I went for dinner at Pastor Andy, and I saw it's very different because they are taking some time to pray before eating. But where we are coming from, the shortest prayer is when we, we want to eat. You just say, Father God, I thank you for the food. Amen. Forgetting even the one who cooked. <laughs> and it has become a, a lifestyle of so many Christians. That's the way they are praying. Let's pray for our country. Father, remember our country. Amen. Pray for your neighbor. Father, you know him better than me. Amen. <laughs> but we want to be powerful. Until the church gets to a point where we don't get tired in the presence of God. That's when the power starts. It's like you're putting your phone on charge and leave it there. If you don't use it and you leave it there, the power will be 100%. You can take it and use it for so many hours. You can shoot videos. You can do everything you want. And if it starts going like low again, you go back. You connect. That's the life we must live on this earth. The phone is teaching us a lot. Listen to me. You need a good charger for you to charge your phone. If you have a wrong charger, you won't charge. I have a Samsung, but I want to use... These days, things are now changing. We almost having... All of us, we have like the same charge except for iPhones. So imagine I'm having my Android phone, but I have an iPhone charger. Am I going to charge it? So you must know how to pray. And the good teaching of prayer, we have it. Jesus teaching us, he said, Our Father who is in heaven, allow thee, and me ne soumets pas à la tentation, mais délivre-nous du mal. <laughs> I wish I could, I could do it <laughs> in English. You see, there's an order in that prayer. We start with thanksgiving, we worship him, and we start asking. When you don't follow that order, it means you have a wrong charger. You have an iPhone charger, but you want to charge a Samsung. The Bible says, you are asking and you don't receive because you don't know how to pray. If I want something from Tim, I can't go to Jesse and ask. No, you see? So if I want something from God, I must know that I must talk to God. You see, the church today has changed things. We are trusting our pastors. We are trusting our leaders more than God. That's a wrong charger. And I'm blaming so much other pastors, not my pastor. Because other pastors are putting themselves in a position where they want to be almost worshipped. And that's very dangerous. That's a wrong charger we are giving to the people. Let's teach the people the true source, the right source. is God. Let's send people to God. That's everything our church is doing, and I thank God for that. Let's go to God. Because when you come to me, you'll find me with my own problems. I'm telling you the truth. You don't know how my day was. So when you come with your problem, I may pretend, oh, I'm so sorry. But once you go, I'll take care of my own problem. That's the life we're having today. So I think the easiest way is when you come to me, I direct you to the one of solutions. Where me too, I'm getting my solutions. I send you go there. So easy. Church, you can have a charger, a right one. You can have a good phone, but you need a good plug. 
where there's energy. Because if there's nothing there, the energy is the Holy Spirit. The good news is the plug is God. And in God, there's always the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. There's that power. So you don't have to be disappointed. I can assure you, it's more than America. Because here in America, I'm telling you, we're enjoying. Us from Africa, we're enjoying. Back home, on Saturday, we do everything. You iron, you put your water in a bucket, you put it there. You know that tomorrow anything can happen. You may wake up, no electricity. So we do everything at night, Saturday. People from Africa, let's be sincere, right? But here in America, we don't worry about that. You just sleep. You wake up in the morning, electricity is there. You do everything you want. But God is more than America. The Holy Spirit is permanent. Because even here in America, a situation can come and they'll tell you, oh, you know, we're going to just cut electricity for 10 minutes, 10 minutes. But when you come to God, there's no, those kind of situation. There is power all the time. So, we don't have to be worried about the plug. Because I've told you, there's electricity there. God has power. He's asking us to come to him. And he's going to charge us. Because he has energy. So what we need is our life and prayer. Charger. We plug. Full. Then we use it. Because this life, without power, nothing going to happen. Even the phone. No energy, no calls. So whenever we say, let's come and pray on Wednesday, I want to see the whole church coming. Especially you people have get this chance to understand some of the things. Don't miss on Wednesday. Come and pray. You just come and plug it. And that's it. Hallelujah. Jesus went there. The people he trusted, expecting them to pray with him, he found them sleeping for the first time. He said, okay. So you guys are not able to pray at least for an hour. Okay. He went back again and prayed. So for me, I start counting like one hour, one hour, one hour. Right? Because after coming and asked them, you were not able to pray with me at least for an hour. That means after one hour, Jesus came back and find them sleeping. So okay. He went back and prayed again for an hour. Come back, finding them sleeping again. Ah! So this is becoming a problem now. After warning, but you keep on sleeping. We may do the same thing. All this time we were sleeping. But today Jesus is waking us up. Jesse, wake up. So if you sleep again, Jesus will be so disappointed. He'll be like, Jesse, you're sleeping again. Amen. But it didn't end up by there. He went again for the third time. These guys continue sleeping deeply now. For the second time, their eyes were so heavy as I gave you that example. But for the third time, I think they're like... (laughs) Jesus, at the time, he wanted them to support him in prayer. But those people, they're sleeping. Church, we have a chance to be chosen by God. He took us from the world. We are Christians. Apart from that, he put us in a position like this one, where you have this privilege to come and pray. It's up to you now. Church, let's wake up. Let's be a church of prayer warriors. The church has become so weak, so weak, very extremely weak. We don't see any sign in the church, but we are okay. People are coming sick and going the same way. 
we are okay. People are coming with burdens. People are coming with problems. We are okay. We are not called for that. We were called to be prayerful. There are some situations the church can organize. Like this election situation. The solution will come from the church. I'm telling you. From only Christians. But because we don't pray. What God is he going to do? We are giving opportunity to Satan to come and do things. Because we don't have power. Satan has his phone full. But we have a phone almost 1%, for example. So do you think God going to borrow our phone to make a call? You take Satan's phone and make a call. One day I'll teach you how God uses even Satan. And we may all know that. Sometimes where people, his own people cannot do something, God using Satan and send him for a mission. Because we don't understand who we are. Church, let's wake up in prayer. We need a strong church. We need power. As I told you, power is there. It's our only you and me to go and plug our phones. We have a charger with prayer. We say pray. The minimum time is one hour. And if you're not able to do that, one day I was talking with Pastor Andy and Lori. I gave them an example. Yeah, let's make a deal. So because we are not able to pray one hour per day, we can pray at least one hour per week. So we take 30 minutes for one day and the 30 other for another day. On Sunday when we come, we pray 30 minutes. And Wednesday when we come, we pray 30 minutes. How much? <laughs> we can do that at least. But if you are able to pray for an hour, church, let's work. Let's pray. There's no any other way we can get solutions to our problem except prayer. This phone for it to charge, it only needs energy, electricity. And you charge your phone. Jesus walking, he was doing miracles. He was raising dead. Are you sure our church today, they call us and say, okay, Pastor Andy, oh, is this a church? Yes. So we have a brother we love so much. He had just passed away. Can you just bring him in me and you just raise him up? Right now, as I'm speaking, the first person who may run is myself who is at front here. I'm coming, guys. <sighs> because we don't have power. But if we are church ready for anything, we can raise dead. The Bible says if we have a small faith, a very small, we can move mountains. But the world today is teaching us, no, you know those mountains, they're spiritual situation. No, they're physical situation. It's reality. You can move a mountain. You say, hey, Kilimanjaro, go and throw yourself in the oceans. Hallelujah. Are you blessed with this word? I didn't want to speak this way, not really like preaching, like, but teaching and helping the church to understand. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming even myself. I told you recently my wife woke me up and said, man, you are sleeping. Wake up. Then I say, oh God, if you are doing this to me, it means so many people have the same situation like me. I know you need prayer. Church, let's pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't trust in a man because a man has his own problem. I'll end up my teaching by this story. For you to understand how wicked men are. They call one guy by a rich man. And the rich man say, I'm feeling like I want to bless you. But I have to bless two people at the same time. You and another person. So it means if you ask one thing, I'll give double to the other person. 
And the person was like, yeah, it's no problem. Okay, ask. He asked for a car. They gave him a car and they give two cars to the other guy. He asked for anything else, they give two to the other guy. But the guy started being so jealous. Eh? Ah, so me, I'm getting one and the guy is getting two. Okay, this time, please, can you just, uh, are you calling it? Remove one of my ear. My eye, I'm sorry. So, you know, the next thing was the other guy, they will take two. Did you get what I was just saying? This is how wicked people are. <laughs> so, whenever you be trusting people, remember this story. <laughs> May God bless you. The plague is God. There's energy. Can you connect yourself? Can you just connect yourself right now? Connect yourself. I'm not saying we're going to pray for an hour. Don't be afraid. But connect yourself. So many of us, we were connected. But we disconnected ourselves. Because we allow distraction to come in. We allow our job to take a very good place. We allow our families to take the place of God. Then we disconnected ourselves. Today the plague is there. You have your charger. The charger's prayer. You are right now at a prayer time. You have a good charger. Plug yourself. Don't plug to me. Otherwise, I'll ask one eye to go for you, two eyes to go. Plug yourself. This is the right way I'm sending to you. Go to God. Speak to God. You see how weak the church is. Church, let's pray for God to send his power to the, for the church to be connected to God. We need a powerful church. When we start praying, even outside there, people can feel like, oh, yes, people are praying. When we are praying, even the devil can feel that these people are praying. What, we don't fire in church today. The devil is even coming when it's, you know, like it's a little bit cold outside, the devil will come. When you are praying, you're making that stand to be warm for the devil to come and warm himself. We need fire. Fire. Moto. That's what we call it in our language. The church needs moto. It's a new word. Moto. It means fire. We need a church where people will walk in all those other churches, but they will, they will tell them, you're wasting your time. Go to light of the nation. You'll find people with fire. Ephesians, fire. With the youth, fire. Glory, fire. Come on. Plug yourself. Connect yourself right now. Let's get in prayer. Connect yourself in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus. Are you sleeping like Peter, John, and James? Jesus told them, wake up and pray. Make prayer your lifestyle. Come on, let's pray in Jesus' name. May God bless you.